And the name of the message is A Call to Turn God's Way. And we need to go to Lamentations. Lamentations, the third chapter, starting at the 22nd verse. Amen. A call to turn God's way. Starting at verse 22. I'm sorry. Lamentations 3, verse 22. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Why? Because his compassions fail not. Verse 23. They are new every morning. How many know that song? They are new every morning. And great is your faithfulness. Everybody say, great is his faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. He's good to those who wait for him and to those who seek him. Verse 40 and 41. Let us search out and examine what? Everybody needs to say, examine our what? Our ways. <laughs> and turn back to the Lord. It's like I said last week, I really believe that we're in a time that we need repentance. And that is so evident as what happened this past weekend. This country needs repentance. The church needs repentance. The people of God need repentance. Because we don't repent. Verse 41. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven. Let's pray. Father, we come before you in Jesus' mighty name this morning. And Lord God, we thank you for all the great testimonies that you are doing. But Father God, we need to come before you and we need to repent for anything that is in our hearts as not doing the right thing. Even as uh, Brother Eldon uh, when he served communion, I believe that was in the message more than anything else, that we need to turn your way. So, Lord God, help us. Help us surrender to your will, Lord God. And, Father God, I ask right now, Lord, that uh, you would anoint this message, anoint these lips to, to preach this message in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. amen. We're going to pray for Mike here. He's not feeling too well. I need him on the piano. I need my man on the piano. Father, right now, I ask your healing power to fall upon him. In the mighty name of Jesus, upon him and upon his family. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many know God calls us, calls us to capture his possibilities for each season of our lives. How about we have seasons in our lives? When we were children, we had a season. When we were youth, we had a season. 
where we were uh, 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 young people, we had a season. Where we were in middle age, we have a season. And when we're old, we have a season. There are seasons. We have seasons where we go to school. We have seasons where we have different jobs. We have seasons that we get married. We have different seasons in our life. And how many know with age? Everybody say, with age. With age, there's an ever-increasing radiance from Jesus. I want to prove that. With age, there's an ever-increasing radiance from Jesus. Proverbs 4.18. You can read it. God bless you. The path of the just... Have any other just here? The path of the just is like the shining sun that shines even brighter unto the perfect day. In the King James Version, it states this, the path of the just. Am I on his path? The path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. Saints, we need to do something. We need to reject the world's thinking. And we also need to reject the world's thinking on age. On age. Because with age comes increase. Come on, old people, middle-aged people, older teenagers, older young men and older women, everybody, with age comes increase. Also, with age comes significance. And with age comes substance. So with age, we increase... We become significant in what we do. Come on, saints. And we have substance. I read a quote from C.S. Lewis the other day. It says, you are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream. You are never, ever too old to set another goal and to dream another dream and dream a bigger dream than before. You are never, ever to all. Retirement doesn't come into my play. We don't retire, we refire. You see, in most parts of the world, in most parts of the world, age is revered. And it's esteemed. If you go to Africa, we have people from Africa here. If you go to the Philippines, I've been to the Philippines. If you go, age is revered. It's revered. It's esteemed. You're honored. Well, you're older at age. But not so. Come on, saints. Not so in contemporary North America culture. It, re it really isn't. It really, really isn't. 
Because as years accumulate, people who submit to the world's mindset, when we start submitting to the world's mindset, we submit to the pressures, Michael, of pressures of a culture which idolizes youth and beauty. I have nothing against youth and beauty. I think we should all look beautiful. We're God's people. I think we should all look good. I'm not saying anything against that. I was watching a TV show the other day on models. 14, they became models at 14, 15, 16 years old. And their lives are a total disaster today because they had to come up to the what the culture says is beauty and is beautiful. Look like a stick. And then you're beautiful. Don't worry, you know, put this cream on, put that cream on. Then they went to drugs because they could not sustain what the culture wanted them to do and wanted them to be. Pressure. Pressure. Now, in the book of Lamentations, Jeremiah was writing about a world which was decaying around him. Hello? Our world is decaying around us. What happened this past weekend, I, 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 I just can't believe it. It's decaying. We are going down to El Tubo, the tubes. It's decaying. Absolute anarchy. Decaying around us. And in Jeremiah's time, the world was decaying around him. And the course of change and decay that impacts everyone's life sooner or later. Oh, we're going along nice and oh, hunky-dory. Everything's great. The church is great. We're having all kinds of things. Everything's going all of a sudden. Bango! Some ridiculous thing like that happens in Connecticut. Or whatever else happens. Columbine. Put guns in schools now. We need a repentive nation and a repentive people. Because, and with change, some people's worlds come apart. See, with change, your world's going to come apart. And you begin to lose your sense of value and self-worth. What is going on?
So we lose our sense of that. Nobody cares about values no more. Nobody cares or cares about self-worth no more. You just don't care. You do your own thing. Me, generation. So we don't care. And we lose our own self-worth. But loved ones, each season in our lives, God desires something. He desires to sharpen our focus. He desires to sharpen our focus if we will answer his call to turn to whatever it is he is doing right now. Not what he did 20 years ago. Not what he did in the former church. If we get back to that, we will, no, no. That would, what he is doing right now. Lamentations 3.40 again. I'm going to read it again. Let us search out and examine our ways. What are we doing? What are we even doing as a church? What are we doing? And turn back to the Lord. So this morning I want to give six points to turning to God's way. Very, very, very quick, six points, because I know the chairs are uncomfortable and we got to Come on. Number one, to turn as with a compass precision, providing a course adjustment as a refinement of direction. A course adjustment. Psalm 3 8. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Or verse 32, Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. And I will guide you with my eye. I had Psalm 3.8, but that's good scripture too. It was really 32.8. He told me before that I had it written down wrong. But that sounded good, didn't it? <laughs> Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing is upon your people. Selah. Uh, hallelujah. Sounds good, right? Man? How many of you are led by the eye of God by coming into his presence and looking into his face? We need to come into his presence, saints. You see, there are times, there are things that he has for you which you will either hit or miss. 
There are things he has for you whether either you will hit or miss depending on the accuracy of the direction in your life. You're either going to go that path and go his way and hit the mark, or you're going to go that way and not hit the mark. It all depends on you, saints, because the significance of staying on target can mean the difference, can mean the difference in either making it to the next stage, the next stage of God's purpose in your life, or becoming lost, wandering, going around in your own wisdom, and not finding your path. If you look at the definition of focus, it's adjustment for distinct vision. It means that I got to make an adjustment for that distinct thing that I need to follow. And that distinct thing that I need to follow is the Lord. And I need to follow His directions. And I need to follow His wisdom. And I need to check on Him. And I gotta go into His presence. And I gotta pray in His presence. And I gotta seek His face for His direction to hit the mark for my own life. It means a point of concentration. That's, that's kind of hard for a lot of us to do. You see, we, we're so busy nowadays that concentration goes out the window. If you go in a restaurant, see a family with their kids, nobody's concentrating on one another. They're not talking to one another because the kids are either playing a game or they're going, even the parents are doing, and nobody's talking to one another. Nobody's having a relationship with one another. So they don't have a distinct vision or a purpose for their life. And it's the same thing when you're talking about reading the word, seeking God, because we get it. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And we don't have a distinct vision and a point of concentration. Well, I think it's time that I concentrate at the dinner table and talk to my father and my mother. And mommy, maybe you need to talk and daddy to talk to your son and your daughter. Come on now. Come on now. It's happened all over the world. Concentration. If I did not sit at my table when dinner was served, thank God I didn't have a, a phone when I grew up. Because I'd be black and blue today. Amen. And you wonder why when you go overseas and you go into a poor village and the people love Jesus so much. 
because that's what they're concentrating on. Jesus. Concentrating on the next toy. We're all guilty of it. Come on. I'm, we're all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Me and Mike got more things going. iPads, iPhones, I this, I that. I'm going to put an I right here and walk around. I got to call it for lunch. My iPads are working. Let's go have lunch. Yeah, lunch. Why? We're on there. Instead of enjoying our lunch, we're playing with iPads. Come on. So we're all guilty of it. Right? I need to be delivered. Mike needs to be delivered. No. <laughs> You can't know, I know. He's got a bag for two, this one. He's got a bag for cameras. He's got a bag for this. Bags for this. He's walking around with all kinds of bags, <laughs> holding his grandson. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Number two. To turn, as to, a, uh, to turn as to a new page in a journal, providing space for what is to be written now. So what is to be written now? Revelations 1.19. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. You need to write them. Not only you need to write them in your heart, you need to write them. Because if you don't write the things which are to be on God's terms, you will wind up writing them on your own terms. And they become then become meaningless. They become meaningless. You need to let God interpret the new page with his purpose because his mercies are new every morning. He keeps giving us time and years. How many know he keeps on giving us? Time and years. You know what? For a purpose. For a purpose not to just get old. He gives us time and years for a purpose. Not to just grow old and sit in a rocket chair. Come on, somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why, Lois, God used you the other day. I'm not saying you're old. I'm just saying God used you. Huh? Well, I, I know. I know we are. You'll keep on using us. Number three, to turn as with the accuracy of a clock's movement. How many know every season of our life brings us to another time zone? Every season brings you to a different time zone. And loved ones, you decide whether you're going to let the Lord tune you to the time of your life. 
What is the Lord doing for you right now? How's he going to tune you into what he's doing right now? Not, oh, I got a prophecy that I'm going to preach and ah, I can't wait till I... No, but what is he doing right now? Well, okay, let me see. We have a little problem in our marriage, so I think we better get that straightened out. <clears throat> I got a problem. I got a little addiction problem. I think I better straighten that out right now. I got... What is it right now? You need to ask God, what is it right now? You know, we have people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, even 60s. You see them on TV, and I know my own friends when I go back to New York. They're still in junior high school. They're still on the corner. Hey, Phil, how's it going? Yeah, go, go, yeah. yeah. What are you doing now? Oh, I'm passing. Come on. Same old, same old. They're not functioning in maturity. You know what? The church needs to start functioning in maturity. You see, they're not tuned in to their time of life. What is your time of life? What is God doing for you right now? Right now. Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19 says this, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Sage, the Lord has a new thing for you right now now. And he has a new thing for Life Church right now. Number four, to turn as when altering your stance to see the vision of a broader panorama of the broader picture. And then we always have to look at the broader picture not just, but the broader picture. John 4, 35. Be Behold, I say to you, lift up. Lift up your eyes and look at the fields. Saints, your stance determines how broad your vision is. Your stance determines how broad your vision is. See, you can think you see it all. But if you open to God's stance, you will see it all. Lord, what do you have for me? Hallelujah. I'm in your will. Just like Mike says, said last week, your will, not my will. I surrender to you. What do you have for me? Lift up your eyes. And look.
Look up. Number five, to turn as with a focusing device, like a microscope or telescope, to see what you would otherwise not be able to see. Psalm 119, verse 18. Everybody say this with me. I believe everybody should say this with me. Okay, you ready? Open my eyes that I may see wondrous things from your law. We need to let Jesus keep sharpening our vision. Amen? Read the word. Get sharp in his vision. See, the Lord wants to refine our vision so we no longer see. We no longer see what inconveniences us about people. Oh, boy, that person, boy. That kid, man. That wife. That husband. That boyfriend. That what inconveniences us about people, but instead see their need. Okay, what's their need? Their heart. Their concern. Not what bothers me. Me, me. Their need, their heart, their concern. Saints, let's tune into God's vision instead of our own self-centeredness. We have a me, me attitude and a me, me world. It's a world's attitude of me, me, just me. Mike said it last week, too. I'm not the only one saying it. What are you doing for me? Don't you know me? Poor little me. What are you doing? <laughs> now we got, we're blaming God now. We are now blaming God. the atrocities in this world. You know what? That means you're blaming yourself. You say, I love Jesus. He lives within me. You're blaming yourself. We blame God. We're on a bad track. We need to repent. We need to get to, get to God's way. Number six is the last one. To turn, at, to turn as with a thermostat to increase room temperature. Matthew 3.11. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And just like Mike said last week, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Have passion in your soul for the Lord Jesus Christ, for the ultimate significance of what life is.
In Revelation 3.16, it says, So then, because you are lukewarm, that was another scripture that Mike gave last week, that you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will, I will vomit you out of my mouth. You know, it's either black or white. It's not Luke, it's not gray. This business of, okay, it's either black or white. If it's lukewarm, you'll vomit you. You're either hot or cold. Full of the Holy Ghost. Maintain the Holy Ghost and fire and fullness as you grow older. Maintain it. And saints, the call to turn God's way means that you need to adjust to whatever it is that the Lord is doing right now. Not what he did before, but what he is doing right now. Because the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. <clears throat> Leaning on the everlasting arms of Jesus. The steadfast love, 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Luke 11, verse 1 and 2. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, I want everybody to say this, our Father in heaven, Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now the fervent phrase here, and I'll end here, hallowed be your name, literally means holy be your name. Holy, holy be your name. In these words, we are invited to experience the transforming power of prayer as Jesus introduces us to life's magnificent, 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 whatever, great action. Say it, Mike. Good, good. Thank you. You know what that action is? Worship. Worship. Holy be your name. Is a call to worship at the throne of God. So saints, it will help us to understand worship better when we realize that the throne of God is an actual place.